This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Comfort is an interesting word in Northeast Ohio as we go through the aftermath of the Jets game and look forward to the Steelers game on Thursday night because I don't think anybody's feeling too comfortable right now. The players, the fans, management, everybody when it's concerning your Cleveland Browns after horrific 31-30 to loss where they melted down in the final two minutes. My name is Andy Baskin. His is Daryl Ryder. Daryl, you were in Berea for most of the day. I was listening to fans for most of the day. Uh, give me your reflection of the day after. Uh, I will probably say my day probably went better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> And I'll read tweets to you if you want to see. I, I got one in particular. I'll read it to you a little bit later in the show because I would never waste my time uh, doing this on the air. But since it's a podcast and we like to give people behind the scenes looks, uh, and, I'll, read it. I'll read it on and, the podcast. And we are going to get into Twitter beefs later in the podcast too. Because oh, then uh, I'll hold it for that. I will hold it for that. Denzel Ward had to set someone uh, <laughs> had to set someone straight on Twitter. But yeah, I mean, look, uh, the, uh, it was a Zoom day for us. Um, Browns did a walkthrough today. Uh, or Monday, I should say, depending when you're uh, listening to this podcast. Um, and the mood is exactly what you'd expect to be. It is one of frustration. It is one of disappointment. It is one of doing everything and anything not to assign any blame or point any fingers. Everyone's trying to speak in, in generalities uh, with what happened in the, uh, I guess, twice in a two-decade meltdown for the Cleveland Browns since they are the, uh, as we talked about on the last podcast, uh, they are the, uh, the last team to do this uh, most recently. And that was back in 2001 uh, week nine in Chicago. So yeah, t- uh, tough day. 
Uh, let's get right into it with uh, some uh, post-sleep on it reaction, starting with uh, Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, I mean, they all sting. Uh, it's not it's not fun, you know. So we're, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a challenge in, in this <laughs> – in this business, you, you know where you stand. It's the beauty of this business. It's it's very black and white. It's win and loss, um, but they're hard. They're they're hard. Uh, they hurt, and I think it's just so important because of that. Uh, you got to real fast uh, turn the page. Uh, doesn't mean you don't own it. Doesn't mean you don't make corrections, but you better turn the page. And you know that's what the Browns are going to attempt to do this week, Andy. Uh, and it's almost a blessing that they play Thursday night. Daryl, am I hearing Kevin Shermer or Pat Stefanski? Because they sound um, exactly the same. Well, uh, let's let let's see here. Uh, here's I'm asking one. you. I mean, look, I like Kevin. I think Kevin's – and by the way, I thought Pat was a good coach too. But I just feel like when I listen to these press conferences, I've just gone back in time. Yeah, I know. And uh, so here's – Am I wrong? Here. Am I alone in no, that? No, you're, you're 100% okay, okay. right. You're 100% right. We're in agreement. Um, and uh, more evidence in the form of Kev. Obviously, that's a tough one, tough pill to swallow yesterday with that game. Uh, the, the frustration uh, is very, very real when you have a game that you feel like you can close out, and we didn't. So that's that's the frustration, and that's the disappointment. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, – I, You can just his, hear it in his voice. Yeah, they just sound – I don't know if it's media training or what, but they just kind of – they. it's like I close my eyes and I hear the same guy twice. I do like both <laughs> coaches. I just don't – I mean, okay, yeah. I get it. We we fought our fannies off, right? Isn't that the famous line? I mean, it's like it, it feels the same. I, I, I don't know. Give me more aftermath from there because it doesn't – They. I mean, obviously you're a head coach and you cannot sound like the fans or – you're not in control, but man, I got to tell you, the fans were on him hard on the radio, hard. And he wasn't the only one. As was I. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is true. Yeah. I did say on the radio, so you're a part of that. <laughs> and this podcast, um, Denzel Ward uh, at the center of uh, some of the consternation of what took place Sunday afternoon at First Energy Stadium. I am not a, uh, a football coach. I'm not in the room. Um, I, I don't know what defensive assignments are, so I will not be pointing fingers at anyone specifically because, quite frankly, I don't think it's fair. Um, he obviously, because he's in the secondary, uh, I, I feel like gets some of the blame, as does Grant Delpit, who we're going to hear from in this podcast as well. Um, that whole secondary, I, I think, uh, you know, deserves blame. I don't know what the responsibilities are. They were reluctant to discuss that. But uh, here, here's Denzel in re, uh, regards to uh, the mood the day after. Guys should be frustrated. I mean, it was it's a tough loss. I mean, we're in position to win the game, and we just got to find a way to finish and play a full 60-minute game. So uh, just got to use that aspire and uh, come back, uh, focus this next week, fix those corrections, and uh, try to find a way to get a win. Daryl, I, I think part of this is, is that, you know, like I heard a phone call today from a guy who said, I played high school football. I play touch football now. And when it comes to the defense and what happened at the end of the game, I think anyone that's ever stepped on a field and has played defense, especially on the secondary, there's a high school kid sitting in the room while I'm here. I'm going to ask him the question and see if he answers the question from the distance. If you're a defensive back, what's the number one rule? He said, don't let anybody behind you. 100%. Ah, how about that? 
You know, and, and this is, I wrote this too, um, Monday afternoon. The frustrating part of everything. Wait, he's also saying, make sure you know the coverage too. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Never mind. Sorry. Um, this, Kevin, this is what I wrote. Kevin Stefanski, his staff, and the Browns failed at basic football stuff. It takes zero coaching acumen to understand. And that ultimately led to another what the hell just happened moment in Brown's history. Um, I, my litmus test, Andy, is always if Daryl knows, you should definitely know. And so that is fair pretty, enough. I agree that, with that, that. That is a pretty low bar. Like that is the lowest rung on that ladder bar. Okay. So I know that when you have the football and you are leading and driving on an opponent, the last thing you do is run a play near the boundary where you could get knocked out of bounds. You need to remain in bounds and keep the clock moving and or force your opponents to use their timeouts, okay? Rule number one, violated by Kareem Hunt. Not intentionally, uh, but it just uh, again, just things that shouldn't happen, right? Conversely, right. defensively, you know, we're all caught up in those blown coverage plays, and I get it because touchdowns were scored on those and ultimately led to them losing the game. But in between those, especially on that final drive, another rule in the final two minutes is you protect the boundaries at all costs. You do not allow your opponent to get out of bounds under any circumstances, especially when they have no timeouts. You want to keep that clock moving. Hey, give them that. It's the old prevent defense, right? We'll give you those five and 10 yard dink and dunks, but your butt is going to get tackled in bounds and that clock is going to keep moving and you're going to have to scramble to the line and either kill the clock or run a play. And on three separate occasions, the final drive, guess what the Browns did? Either shoved yeah. them out of bounds or allowed the Jets to walk out of bounds to stop the clock. So again, little attention to detail points that all conspire to, you know, that type of collapse. And it leads to responses like this from safety Grant Delpit. I'm not going to play the bland game with my teammates, so I'm just leaving that. It's a communication error. By the way, uh -huh. huh? By the way, yeah. Soundbite. I think this is going to become a, a thing on the podcast here, Andy. Okay. Our uh, our cut of the day, our bite of the day, our comment of the day, whatever. Communication error. <laughs> Communication error. Hey, Grant Delpit, do you prefer uh, ketchup or mustard on your hot dog? Communication error. Uh, Grant Delpit, do you prefer uh, the brown tops, white bottoms, all white, or white and brown bottoms? Communication error. Hey, uh, Grant, your thoughts on Brownie the Elf at the 50? I'm not going to play the communication error. <laughs> you got me there for a second. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It sounded, I, I was like, oh, he started down another road. And he's like, no, nah, communication error. Uh, we played a little game at the end of the show today that was, uh, it was funny. They were like, you know, because everyone's like blaming everybody. And so. We went around the room and we all said why it was our fault that the Browns lost. Um, I, you know, it was my <laughs> fault because uh, when Ken Carmen walked away from the pregame show, uh, Tyvis Paul, who sits two seats away from me, 
was still sitting two seats away. And it's my fault the Browns lost because I didn't tell Tyvis to scoot over so we would look like we were friends. So I got to tell you, bad job out of me, as someone else would say. Uh, but I will tell you this, that it was my fault. Daryl, tell me why it was your fault the Browns lost. Yeah, because I got I got some heat on Twitter uh, blaming me and uh, <clears throat> I guess my neg- – not, not negativity this time, but apparently I um, – it was not – I guess I didn't. I didn't demand people be fired. Oh, I, must, I thought you kind of did that in the post game show. Well, I, I demand no. Suggest yes. There's a oh. difference. I strenuously suggested that people get fired, but I didn't demand it. There's a difference there, Andy. I think you would agree with me on that. Yeah, I could just see Peyton Manning, uh, you know, walking into a butcher shop saying, "Cut that meat! Cut that! Oh no, that slice is too big." Fire that butcher. Fire that butcher. So um, that so I guess that's uh, why I am to blame because I am not demanding firings. Like the Cleveland Browns give two you-know-whats what I think. I, I mean, even though they listen to, like, everything I say and read everything I write and stuff like that, but, like, I mean, my opinion is, is, is valuable to them as, like, I don't know, gum on the bottom of a shoe or something. <laughs> I almost said something else, but uh, it, you it, know we could in a podcast, but we I, it's not a to. PG podcast. All right, anything else we want to hear from here in, in the first segment before we start getting into some other uh, stuff? And I can't wait to get into this Twitter stuff. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you what some knucklehead See, one wrote of me. the uh, yeah. I, I think we can go here um, uh, and and mention the special teams mess up. Right, not recover. you want to do that now, or you want to wait? We can make people wait. Yeah, for we, 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 with can, us. we can knock this one out right now. Okay, okay, let's do it now. Daryl yeah. says. We're not going to make you wait. Go ahead, Daryl. We're going to knock this out. We oh, trust me. We got we got plenty to get to. Um, okay. Special teams not getting it done right. Um, I, I've, I I you know my frustration with the the job that Mike Prefer has done uh, with his unit is that they don't make impactful plays in the return game, and the uh, attention to detail tends to be lacking on his unit in a regular basis. And here's the thing. I can make that criticism because I watch Mike Prefer in practice and he does work his team hard in practice. That's, that's the maddening thing. And the same thing goes with the, the defensive breakdowns, Andy, they do a boatload of situational football in practice. That's why all, that's why this meltdown is so maddening and why I have been so difficult on them. But this okay. is what this is what Kevin Stefanski had to say about them not getting the onside kick. And when you watch the replay, you can see that Denzel War, or I, I, I'm sorry, Amari Cooper, as he goes to try and recover the ball, he gets drilled by a New York Jet and knocked out of the way, and the ball back uh, in play closer so that they could recover. Here's what Stefanski had to say about the lack of execution from Mike Prefer's special teams unit. We got beat and uh, they did a nice job. They executed on a fake punt. They executed on onside kick. There are things of course that we can do better. Um, and we're just going to have to, we just have to find a way in those situations to make a play, find a way to uh, get the ball out of bounds on, on a kick and those type of things. So it's, it's normal uh, football where they're going to make their fair share of plays, but but we got to just uh, continue to put our guys in position to do their job, to put them in position to do the job, and then have our players come through in those moments. And I have to object to the it's normal football. 
I, I re- no, it's not normal football. Yes, your guys should make the plays. They had a ninety nine point nine percent chance of winning. Yeah, when Chubb went in the end zone, ninety nine point nine. There was nothing normal about that final two fifty. So, no. uh, a- as you can tell, I I'm still stewing over the incompetence. All right, I've got some uh, caller listener incompetence and a theory that just drives me out of my mind out of my mind we're going to talk about that when we come back it's always game day in cleveland if you like what you're listening to download the podcast subscribe to the podcast we love having you on board and we love the fact that you're taking time out because we appreciate you for listening to the podcast when we come back i'll talk a little bit more about some of the theories about the game and then we will kind of look ahead to Pittsburgh at some point. We'll do that, but we're still stuck on Sunday. It's always game day in Cleveland. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's always game day in Cleveland brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, back for another segment uh, after the Jets game. This isn't the post-game edition. This is our regular edition. And, of course, the Browns lost 31-30 to to the Jets on Sunday with an epic meltdown of historic proportions in NFL history. We will look ahead to Pittsburgh, and we will talk about Twitter beef, and we will talk about some stupid theories out there. I'll straight out say they are stupid. All right, let's uh, let's hop back into this. And obviously, the defensive breakdown is what everyone was talking about after the game, even, uh, even though I might have been talking about Cade York a little bit because I was bummed out that he missed it. I was hoping to get another chance. And, you know, there were good things in that game. The problem was the last two minutes erase all of the good things. So we'll get to that in a second. And I'm also wondering, I'm going to bring this up a little bit later. Daryl, maybe you have an answer. Why was our multi-talented wide receiver on the all-hands team at the end of the game in a play where he could have got his head busted open? And you want to answer that? actually come up with the uh, football. And, and didn't come up with the football, right? Backed off yeah. the football. Yeah. You got want to answer that now or you football. want to answer that later? Yeah. You don't care? I. Um... You can do it. No, <laughs> again, I, it, I, I just don't understand it. I, I just, I don't understand it. Like, yeah. Well, so what actually happened on that play? Okay, uh, good. If you know more than I do, please explain it to me because well, I'm willing I, to listen. Yeah. So here's, here's what happened on the play. Um, as the, the ball was kicked in, in again, got, hang on. We're, let's remind her. We're talking about the onside kick with and Amari Cooper is where the ball went to. Correct. Okay. So yeah. the ball, it, Amari Cooper was the closest to the ball. So as he went for the ball, jet safety, Will Parks hits him and takes him out of the play. Ball bounces back close. Instead of heading toward the boundary, the ball redirects back toward uh, the field of play, allowing the Jets to go ahead and uh, recover. So um, that's that's actually what happened is Cooper went for the ball. He got hit by Parks. And so that's uh, ultimately why they uh, didn't come up with it. Legal though, right? Hundred percent legal, absolutely. Okay, I'm just sure, yeah, I'm just yeah. Sure I don't think there was anything uh, illegal there, but uh, the reason why he's on the field in that situation, 
because it's called the hands team, Andy. Yeah, I know. That's could... the problem I'm having with it. But I also – You're not going to put me... one of the cornerbacks on the hands team because none of them can catch. I know. I, was he on the hands team in Dallas? I don't remember. I just know he's on the hands team here in Cleveland. I don't know. I'm just trying to remember if he was or wasn't. You I'll look it up. You put your best players on the hand. I we will respect. I know. I know. It's not that I'm disagreeing. You got a lot of money invested in him, and I just don't want to get his head busted open on a play where you know exactly what they're doing. But we'll worry about that later. It's Let's get into the defense. Caught with that ball, and he couldn't get to it. Unfortunately, you know what I think we're having here, Daryl. I what? think we're having a communication problem. I think <laughs> you and I are having a communication problem. You mean we're having one of these? Communication error. Oh, communication error. I'm sorry. Yes. I thought it was a communication, communication problem. Communication error. I believe See, we're having a communication error. I think there's error. like a copyright infringement. Remember uh, the captain? What the we captain. have here is a failure yeah. to communicate. Ah, I do remember that. All right, you win. AKA, uh, what is that called, Grant Delpit? Communication error. Yes. All right. Help me out now. Let's let's dive into this communication error because guys were talking about it, you know, and today. And what do you got? Uh, here's Denzel Ward. It's communication wise. So I mean, in practice, we go through uh, periods where we have crowd noise and where it could be loud if we're playing at home, and we still can't do our damn job. I mean, when we're on a defense, uh, a guy gets a call, and we got to spread the entire call around to the entire defense so everybody can get on the same page. And uh, just when we're moving fast. I guess some guy we didn't everyone didn't get the exact call, so that's what kind of messed things up in the game. How is that possible? How does not everyone get to say we're talking about guys in the NFL? If this was CYO football, I would believe that. This is the NFL. How does not how does everybody not know the play? How hard is that? Why don't they go to the I mean I heard the morning show say it? I think it's a great idea. We should have the guys on the sideline, the backup quarterbacks or the backup anybody's or anybody that wants to wear a jumpsuit that's different than anything else. And hold up the giant signs. Put Daryl's face on there. Put E equals MC squared. Put don't suck on there at the end of a game. Why don't they? How the hell do they not know and be on the same page that late in the game? You talked about it. We talked about it all the time. Stefanski talks about it. We practice this day in and day out. Every day, are you trying to tell me that they don't practice the two-minute drill? How is everybody not on the same page? That is absolutely mind-blowing. Communication error. <laughs> oh, okay, then that makes sense. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. So here's this is where we're at, okay? This is how messed up this situation is for uh, the Browns and, and redonkadiculous that it is. That we, the media, are making suggestions to John Johnson the third in the locker room. Hey, uh, how about some hand signals? Do you think that stuff would work for you? Oh, yeah, that sounds like a mighty fine idea. Yeah, maybe we could do that. Like, I, I'm i with you. Um, you know where that started, right? <sighs> Tyvis Paul was talking about it because he was in the same defense in Seattle. Tyvis said that they couldn't hear, and so they started using hand yeah. signals. Yeah, it was Kevin Stefanski not playing the blame game. I'm not going to get into the responsibilities and, and those type of things because I just don't I don't see that as uh, productive. But it would be productive for us and the fans to know what the hell happened. But that's just me. Uh, bottom line is that should never happen. Uh, we have to be able to defend the pass in those obvious passing situations. Yet we still can't do it. And we just got to everybody uh, be on the same page. And, and it's frustrating that we weren't in that case. And I know. 
uh, it happened previous uh, in week one as well. So uh, those are the type of things we have to get fixed immediately. Which we said this, by the way, a week ago. Because that's just when you're in a game like that, everybody knows what's what they're about to do. Uh, it was not a surprise to anybody. So that's the only way we could have let them back in that game. So, again, it just goes <sighs> back to have to correct the correctables. And, which, by the way, they did not do last week. I just want to point that out again. Hang on. I need to take a moment here. I just I have to think about things for a second. Uh, let me do a little prayer. Hang on a second. Dear football gods, thank you so much for giving us football 17 weeks a season now. You are the greatest football gods of all time. Um, uh, I'm praying for serenity in football right now. Uh, I'm praying for a lot of things when it comes to, you know, your greatness. But the thing I think I'm praying most for and most thankful for uh, football gods that my blood pressure hopefully will go down on Thursday because you have blessed us with a game midweek this week. And so we can get away from this godforsaken loss as quickly as possible. So football gods, thank you for listening to me. Thank you for uh, sending me that. And how about giving me the point spread on some of these games a little ahead of time? That would be very nice. Thank you, football gods. I'm just praying for competency. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad they're playing on Thursday. Can, can, can we just get people that know what, the belief they're doing is that like i'm I, confident you've been asking for that since 1999 no that that's ah. this, and this is the problem and this is why i had such an issue with miles garrett and what he said after the game about the fans and that because like you have to understand where you're playing and when it's been cow slop for over two decades and you know the most fun browns fans can have is before they even walk into the stadium. Like, Browns games are not fun for Browns fans. And the organization doesn't understand that either. At $40 a beer, they better be. No, I don't know how much they are. I've never bought a beer. Well, not at the stadium. I, I mean, if, if you read that fan survey that, you know, as the Browns do their stadium long-term planning and stuff, like, mm -hmm. it's clear they want people to pay more to go to Browns games. Well, I got news for the Cleveland Browns. If you want more money from your fans, you damn well better put a better product on the field than what you have been since you bought the team. I'm I, I'm just I'm dead serious about that. Like you can't be wanting to charge all these premium prices and all the for all these premium things that you want from all the other cities and clubs and experiences and all that. Like I understand business and and driving revenue and all that. But you need to justify the revenue with a better product on the field. And stuff that happens Sunday should never happen. It's elementary football that you're unable to execute. Like, I asked Grant Delpit flat out, how do you fix this bleep? And this is what Grant Delpit came up with. Just make sure we're talking everybody on the same page. And, you know, overemphasizing it. That's his solution. Shouldn't that, shouldn't that start in OTAs, right? I mean, 100%. Come man. on, man. We're week two of the season. You had six months to prepare for the first game of the season and to learn how to communicate with each other. I don't know. Should they make cuts earlier? Maybe that'll help so the guys can do a retreat or something. And I, I maybe, don't I don't know, go, you know, make s'mores. I, how can they not be communicating? I mean, we have a talented group of guys in that defensive backfield. The defense is talented. I mean, I, I, it is just, it, it is, you know, we used to laugh in the newsroom that the worst business of communication behind the scenes when you weren't on the air were people in the media and broadcasters. 
I don't know, man. I, I just well, what, I, I what's can't... the inner office joke? Communication is our business, but not our policy. There you go. <laughs> Boom. I, I mean, it's just it's so dysfunctional. And by the way, if you make one play in the last two minutes of the game, everybody's happy and no one is bitching. It's just it's it's mind boggling to me. Again, it's the basics of the sport, Andy. It's elementary fundamental stuff like we talked about in the postgame podcast. I can live with a physical error. Physical errors are correctable. The the just not knowing what the hell you're doing down the stretch and what your responsibilities are. That's all on coaching. And that's why I was so hard on the defensive backs coach. And I'm so hard on Mike Prefer. I like those guys personally. It's not personal. It's your guys don't know what they're doing at a critical moment and it costs you a football game. And guess what? If we get to late December, early January, and the Browns finish one game out of the playoff race, guess what we're going to be looking back to? This week, week. New York Jets loss. Oh, I forgot to thank the football gods for letting the entire AFC North lose too. I forgot to thank them. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you for allowing the Steelers to be coming into Cleveland in a foul mood Thursday night. Great. Because that's always worked out well for the Browns. I just want to make sure. Rodney Dangerfield eye roll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I just, uh, I'm assuming the football gods are male. I shouldn't say that. Male, female, whatever, whatever gender the football gods want to be. All right, let's let's do this because I want to talk about this Twitter beef. I've got one more major rant to go on. I'm sure you probably do too. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. If you want to get a hold of us on Twitter or Instagram, game day, C-L-E. Back after this. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. All right. So I have one more rant to go on here. And then I want to talk about the film sleuths and Twitter beef and all that other stuff. Because I think mine is essentially uh, Twitter beef. So I should be telling you about guys like Jared, who, who reached out to me on Twitter early in our show and said, thanks, Andy, for talking sense. All these other talking heads. I just don't get it. It's simple offensive job to score points. Defense's job is to stop the other team from scoring. How can you blame Chubb for an epic failure of the defense? Now you get this, and I'm not even telling you this this person's name. They just came back and said, Andy Baskin, you're the idiot, Andy. If the head coach tells them not to score and Chubb steps out of bounds at the two, then the game is over. I prefer a guaranteed win than the slightest chance of a loss. The blame isn't on Chubb. It's on the head coach. Well, you are right there with everybody else. I I know you're saying you're not blaming Chubb, but you are because the coach said this today. You want to do anything that can secure the win. So uh, that is something that's my responsibility to communicate to that huddle. Putting yourself up potentially 14 points inside of two minutes. You know, you should you should close out that game. So. Uh, yes, uh, I, I wish I had said that to Nick and, and, and Nick would have done it. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that we had plenty of opportunities, uh, to, to win that game. My point that aggravates me about the Nick Chubb ar- argument is this. He is a running back job. One in most running back scenarios is to score. When he scored, the Browns had a 99.9% chance of winning. All they need to do is kick the, kick the extra point, and the worst you were looking at is overtime, right, on one big play that happened, or maybe on an onside kick. I just think it's ridiculous that, you know, 
Nick made an amazing play in Houston last year. Mensa football right there because I don't think anybody told him to stop running because it gave the Browns an opportunity to round out the game when he stopped at what, like the four or five yard line and let the clock run when he took a knee. That was Mensa when he did that against Houston. So he didn't do it in a loss to the Jets. And perhaps if he would have, they would have won the game and just taken a knee over and over and over again. But who the hell blows a 13-point lead with less than two minutes? Have you not heard me say this over and over and over again? 99.9% chance they were going to win that game because your running back, who they pay to run the ball into the end zone, did. He did. So if you're on Nick Chubb, you're an idiot. You're a straight-out idiot. Stop watching football. I know it would have been great if it would have told him to stop. I get it. I understand it. But Nick's job is to look at that end zone and get into it. Every running back in the NFL, their job, get to the end zone, especially when you can have a 14-point lead like our team was supposed to. So get over it. I can name 17 other reasons why the Browns didn't win and why they choked. But Nick Chubb is not one of them. Thank you. To support your assertion, what people have to understand is that in when Chubb got inside the five, Jet, uh, Jamarcus Joyner, he's a safety for the Jets, tried to arm tackle Chubb, which he kind of juked his way out of. And that momentum, and by the way, the first down marker was at the two. So he's already inside the five, gets gets uh, attempt an attempted arm tackle that he blows through, and you mean to tell me he's supposed to slam on the brakes at the oh, one yeah. yard line? Oh yeah, sure. So yeah. I mean that that that, that it, the the running back to criticize is if you want to criticize one of them, and is Kareem Hunt for allowing himself to be shoved out of bounds twice before that touchdown run. You want to keep going backwards? How about the fact they lost yardage on the series before when they were in field goal range? Yeah. Or at least they were probably in field goal range. So, right? yeah. Um, want to keep going? Extra point. Want to keep going? Uh, the the onside kick. Want to? Ke- I mean, there are a hundred reasons why the Browns messed up. I am not blaming Nick Chubb. And I think if you're blaming Nick Chubb, you're pointing the finger at the wrong person. It just aggravates me. All that guy does, all he does is get into the end zone, bust through tackles, and hand the ball back to the referee. Stop it. I just counted while while you were saying that. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't hear a word you said because I was counting. Oh, my God. Maybe the greatest rant in the history of radio or Uh, podcasting. Oh, well. I'll have to hit the rewind button. Um, So there were, outside of Nick Chubb, there were nine other reasons in the final 215 while the Browns (laughs) choked that away. So, Yeah. Get off Nick Chubb's Here, back. You want, you want another one? Somebody texted me this today, and I didn't I, – I still want to get to the Twitter beef. I, I got to find it. Somebody was talking about how every time the Browns used one of their timeouts, something bad happened afterwards. <laughs> hey, I got to find it. Uh, oh, that's beyond fantastic. Oh, where is it? Somebody, is it here? Oh, that's um, great. Somebody said, I'm not uh, – oh, where is it? I know where it is. Um, somebody who was – uh, a friend of the uh, show, yeah, a friend of the show, but also, uh, you know, under like D1 football kind of player. So, okay. let me, um, uh, I'm not sure if you noticed it. Where is this? Oh boy, 
Maybe it wasn't him. It might have been somebody else. All right. Uh, if I can't find this in like the next four seconds, we're moving forward. Um, anyway, it was just go back and watch and see what happened on plays after. Uh, is this it? Um, I'm, I, honestly, Andy, I'm on to Pittsburgh. At the, okay. It, it, oh, it, you are. I'm sure it, you are. Twitter. It, beef. If, Keep going. If, if we're having to go back and watch that, that bleeping disaster. Yeah, I'm totally on to Pittsburgh because <laughs> I watched that six times Monday. I watched that final 215 six times Monday because I wanted to make sure I had every single detail absolutely correct. And I did. Um, but uh, yeah, if it, I mean, if, I, the if people that be going back to NFL plus and watching that game again, I am 100% on to Pittsburgh. And I am also 100% uh, with Kevin Stefanski here in this yes i do think it's uh it's good that we have a game thursday uh you know i think back to 2020 had a a, a very tough loss in, the, in that first game and then right back at it at home versus division opponent so I, I do think it's it's beneficial to just get out on the field today get out on the field tomorrow and then obviously get under the lights thursday night uh and then like we mentioned earlier, anything that we need to fix, we got to fix. We, we don't have time to wait. So I, I, I got to tell you, I am on pins and needles to see what they screw up Thursday night. I'm not going to. Oh, lie. come on. Think of something positive. Look, they got all, um, well, uh, uh, they got one phase out of the three phases. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the one, offense is good. I mean, most teams are playing three-phase football. I, you know what? I'll even say they played two and three quarters or one no, and three didn't. quarters no, one and three. Nope. the defense look the nope. defense no 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 you're not Jones going there go lit their ass on fire all game 307 yards four touchdowns no defense stunk sorry one point something are you gonna and are you gonna deduct for the interception at the end of the game or no no okay i'm not deducting either so they got one phase right hey one out of, hey one out of three ain't bad isn't that in a song or something hey i yeah. know in baseball one out of three gets your butt in the hall of fame it's that's 300 <laughs> All right, what else? Are we Twitter beefing here, or what are we doing? Yeah, let's um, – okay, so Denzel Ward, as we know, um, got criticized by one of the film sleuths on Twitter uh, who accused him of giving up 100 yards receiving. And so this yeah, was, was his response to the Twitter film sleuths, and then we'll get to his actual response on Twitter. But this is what he had to say to the people that do all the film breakdowns. It is a little frustrating. People don't know the play call. People don't know what coverage we're in. And, uh, I mean, we, we let a guy run free. So, uh, it's not on no other person or uh, – but like I said, I'll take blame for it, for it or whatever because, I mean, we're not all on the same page. So, we just got to do better at that and, and uh, correct those mistakes. So, that is Denzel on the uh, people that do the film breakdowns. Which, by the way, I want to say, like, they do a great job with those. I enjoy reading them for entertainment purposes. But I also think sometimes you have to take them with a grain of salt. And the danger you have when doing those is when you start pointing fingers at players for screwing up, but you don't know, to Denzel's point, what the play calls are, what the responsibilities on specific plays are, and things like that. It's a little unfair to be pointing some fingers at some guys and saying that they screwed up. So Denzel Ward responded to the Twitter film sleuth and just basically said, it's hard to say I gave up 100 yards receiving when I was only targeted once. And uh, so he was asked today about taking time out of his busy schedule to mm -hmm. respond to somebody on Twitter. I, I don't feel that I gave given up 100 yards and that that's not what happened. 
uh, yesterday. So that was more so specifically uh, to that person that tweeted that that said that I gave up 100 yards. I, I don't I don't agree with that statement for me only being targeted one time. But like I said, we all got to get on the same page and uh, make corrections to uh, get the job done next time. And now time to bring you Andy's Twitter beef of the day. Daryl. Yes. The Nick Chubb thing was my Twitter beef. <laughs> uh. <laughs> here's what here's what I'll tell you. No, hang you on. Hang on. Here's, here's what we just had, folks. Boom. Uh, here's what we just had, folks. Communication error. That's exactly right. We had a communication. <laughs> That's it. Fire Daryl. Fire Daryl. That's what I say. Guilty. I, uh, wait a minute. Hang on. Unlike Kevin Stefanski and unlike everybody in the Browns organization, I will point the finger at myself. I totally screwed that up. And this communication error is Boom. all 100% on me. I wear it. It's all good. It's all good. Here's a, I was too busy stretching so you could find your uh I couldn't find your, it. Your I, text I don't know. Thread to I'm going to go back. You know what? No, I'm not. What am I talking about? I'm not going back to watch and see what happened after every timeout. I could just read it. Why would I want to do that? Girl. Uh, I guess I, yeah, I mean, I do have the game play by play right here. So yeah, if it involves me having to watch anything related to that game again, I would rather scoop my eyeballs out with spoons than watch that again to try and figure out what abomination happened after Kevin Stefanski called uh, a timeout Sunday. So I don't know. Are we're, we done? Are, we're, we're, we're done. done. I'm done. We're I'm done just done. Chat, and right? by the way, I'm closing the book on this game until we absolutely have to talk about it. I'm ready for Pittsburgh and, We'll do that later in the week, right? Yeah. So uh, basically, when it's December and the Browns are fighting for their playoffs lives, we'll be talking about this game again, is what you're saying. Uh, uh, let's hope not. Football <laughs> gods. We're uh, into yeah. Pittsburgh. Let's talk about the football gods. We'll do that for 40 minutes next week. All right. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. For our amazing producer, Meredith Kane. he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always time to subscribe. Here. <laughs> it's always <laughs> one more time communication error boom it's always game day in cleveland make sure you subscribe to the podcast or if you want to talk to us hit us up on instagram or twitter at game day c-l-e good night daryl communication error bye-bye <laughs>